0: Kale & Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10.
1: Thursday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This segment brought to you by the great folks at Consumer Cellular. Consumer Cellular offers the exact same nationwide 5G coverage as the major carriers, even in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Their 100% U.S.-based support is just a click or call away, plus activation always free. Visit ConsumerCellular.com to switch today. And of course, you can always get us on the Free Odyssey app and watch us live on YouTube. Hasn't been sober had a comment on Twitter in regard to our uh, changing of names for birds. He says one might think that the titmouse and the blue-footed booby may be in the same family and aren't owls also called hooters? I see a trend here,
2: mm. <laughs> so I told hasn't been
1: sober to uh, keep us abreast to these developments.
2: <laughs> Good
1: one. There you go. Oh, boy. Yeah,
2: Bravo. I'm shot there. All right, so uh,
1: we've got the morning mystery movie clip coming up at 9.20. So
0: juvenile, and I'm the one who is accused of being juvenile. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it spreads around from time to time on the show. Yeah, I picked up the mantle today. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've got what's on the cut sheet part due coming up, what's on tap for the Dawn Show and who on Twitter today. But honestly, there's, there's definitely an issue in this country on multiple levels when it comes to Americans and obesity. And I do think that for a large part, the the BMI, the body mass index, is a load of crap. Like, I mean, let's face it. There's people that are, like, I put on a little bit of weight from um, <clears throat> too much bourbon. But when you're, you know, 5'10", and you're 190 pounds, and you're in really great shape, and you have a good amount of muscle mass... Um, you can still be deemed overweight and or obese based on what the charts say you should be. Like, I think technically, like, I'm 5'9 and change and I should weigh, like, 168. Like, yeah, those, I would look like I had AIDS. Yeah, th-
0: those things are never... They're uh, so off yeah, base. Yeah, they're never correct. Um, And, and I don't think you should yeah, ever not, really adhere to the that. Best, uh, not the best uh, uh, choice of... I
2: know.
1: <laughs> what?
2: I mean, you know... On heroin. Yes, there you on go. Heroin. On heroin. I like I've okay, been hanging out
1: with Hunter's crack pipe for a while. Oh, there you go. Um, so that that's, that would not be a good look for me, uh, the way I am put together. Uh, but nearly seven out of ten U.S. service members are now considered to be either overweight or obese. Oh, which this is not a good look. Um, They go on to say, which may compromise the nation's military readiness and undermine national security, that according to a new wide-ranging study, the American Security Project, a Washington-based nonprofit, found that 68% of American troops qualified as either overweight or obese under the Body Mass Index, which takes into account a person's age, height, and weight. It also determined that the number of troops in the obese category have more than doubled Over the last decade, there was about 10.4% of military members that were deemed obese in 2012. As of last year, in 2022, that number jumped to 21.6%. They say the trend poses a dire threat, according to the report That was released last week. They say to ensure the long-term strength and operability of the armed forces, services must decisively and cohesively address uh, obesity within their ranks, maintain strong body composition standards, and bring health policies in line with evidence-based recommendations. Uh, They go on to say that each branch of the United States military, military currently has its own minimum body composition standards that recruits must meet. And also obesity has been the leading disqualifier or military applicants that have been discharged in large part medically because of this obesity issue. So I started thinking about this. So, number one, this should make you feel a little uneasy when we talk about, oh, I don't know, the fact that we've got two wars going on. There could be a third and there's other people that are lurking. We've got Russia, Ukraine. We've got Hamas, Israel. Everybody's keeping an eye on China and Taiwan. Iran is obviously sniffing around and has direct ties or even indirect ties to what's going on with Hamas in Israel. And you can't discount North Korea. And then you factor in the story that we had months ago where the armed forces were not meeting their recruitment goals. They were struggling to hit the numbers in large part because the military, in some people's opinion, has gone woke. And also, they've lowered their standards to get into the military, and you know whatever type of you know bar that they set that you need to adhere to and meet to be a service member. That threshold has been brought down as well. So you add all this up together, and I, I do think this is a concern. That being said, body mass index, like I said, I think is completely out of touch. So while you might have some that are overweight. I don't think that's an issue, but ones that are classified as obese. I mean, if these are the people that we're sending out on the front lines, if we do put boots on the ground, you know, if there's a some if there's a certain percentage of those people that are really in the military, I'm not feeling too great about that, to be honest. But that's just me. You know, I struggle to do two miles on the elliptical while listening to the Zeoli at 345 on the Odyssey app. But I'm not fighting for our nation's freedom and protecting our national security. So I wanted to bring that into the equation, and then we get to uh, us, the common folk that are not in the military, protecting this fine nation. And a new, st- and I'm, I'm honestly surprised. And I know when we talk about you know weight and losing weight and fat shaming and fat jokes, we've had those conversations on this show. To me, you know, short of those that have like a clinical medical issue that they can't lose weight for. Some reason beyond their desire to, or the effort that it requires, or the discipline not to eat certain things, I've always thought it's pretty simple. You got to burn off more calories than you consume. Like my old man said that to me 30 years ago. He's like, eat whatever you want, Nick. I'm just saying if you consume 2,000 calories and you want to lose weight, you better burn more than 2,000 calories off, or the math's not going to add up. But the New York Post, with a study that came out from the researchers, at the University of Colorado, and it's actually amazing that we have to talk about this because I think it should be basic knowledge at this point. sugar's not good for you, right? Right. We we too all too much realize, sugar, yeah. Especially like you know the artificial stuff, yep, the uh, processed, the processed stuff. Uh, so they say in this story that all too common fructose found in table sugar and high fructose corn syrup, used widely in everyday foods such as ketchup. Has long been considered a major reason why Americans pack on the pounds. But now scientists say that they are closer to figuring out exactly what makes the suspect sweetener such a sticky business for those struggling to stay fit. The researchers at Colorado are floating a theory that fructose lowers and blocks the body's ATP, adenosine triphosphate, a compound that naturally provides energy for your cells. And one of the results of that reduction is a decreased metabolism, which is needed to burn off energy from the food that you have consumed. And that shift, initially, uh, essentially initiated by fructose, can lead to weight gain. And it's fructose is what triggers our metabolism to essentially go into low energy or low power mode. And in turn, the body will deal with subsequent hunger by triggering cravings. For less-than-healthy energy sources, including carbs and fatty foods, thus begins a cycle of consuming more food that gets stored as fat, and our bodies can then lose control of our appetite. But, quote, fatty foods become the major source of calories that drive weight gain. You know, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just randomly lucky or blessed that I don't really have a sweet tooth. Like, I kind of crave salty things spicy i like sour i like savory i'm not a big sugar consumer i don't put sugar in my coffee um if i drink an energy drink after my nap it's always sugar free whether it's a red bull or a celsius i never drink all those you know drinks that are 12 ounces that have 42 grams of sugar in it and i'm really not a sweets person for dessert like i don't like cake i'm not a huge ice cream person Like, my one sweet, my one guilty pleasure is I'm a sucker for a good donut. Um, but I probably have a donut once a month. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky in that regard, but like this, I don't know. Dawn, I know you're very uh, focused on, you know, buying products that are healthy and, and you're certainly in good physical shape. Is, is this really rocket science or, or what? Like, you know, these stories come out like they're breaking news. And I've always felt for the most part, as long as you can physically can control and have discipline and do exercise, you should be okay. Like, I don't think this needs to be like, you know, rocket science and, oh my God, look at this breaking story. Researchers have have cracked
2: the mysterious code. I think studies like this are important because, in truth, this high fructose corn syrup and I, of course, when this came out, like I waved it because I'm always saying to my husband, "Don't buy that right. high fructose corn syrup," you know. And he's like, "Will you stop?"
1: Well, in fact, you're in the but, f- you, have a, you have a child who's got diabetes. Yeah,
2: and we do, and we all kidding aside, we do watch it. But for all of us, it, it's the thing about it is high fructose corn syrup is even different than just good old corn syrup, right? And so, and so this one, I think we can't talk about it enough. And I say. All the time that I believe that the reason we have it in part, one mm-hmm. of the reasons we have this o- epidemic, especially among young kids, the snack industry yep. and kids and the focus of, oh, you need a snack, bring a mm-hmm. snack to school. Who's the snack mom? Oh, Which we never, ever used to do back in the day. That He's- was just like never- my mom yeah. would have been like, uh, you can get dessert after dinner. Yeah. And we had to wait until yeah. my dad came home. <laughs> You know what I mean? A Mom came home from mm-hmm. work, right? No, no, no. You're you're waiting till six. Yeah,
1: o'clock. there there's a there is a snack obsession in this country, and my daughters are guilty of it. They get off the bus. Can I get a snack after dinner? Can I have a snack now? I, I think a healthy way to live is to be snacking throughout the day, not eating big meals, but snacking on healthy things: carrot sticks, celery sticks, whatever. And, and I'm not saying just eat vegetables only, but like kids, when you think of the yeah. snack drawer, the snack cabinet, Pop Tarts candy, you know, all this stuff high in sugar. And also, I, we have a condiment obsession addiction in this country, too. That's so true. We do. Like, nobody can just eat a burger or a piece of chicken naturally on the grill or with, like, a dry rub.
2: I know, you know, Dawn
1: will occasionally tell you to... You uh, want to
2: pound it, you can. Oh, boy. And then do, like, a dry rub. Right. But everybody <laughs> wants to just put mounds of ketchup uh, and... And the Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah,
1: Chick-fil-A sauce, Thousand Island dressing, mayonnaise... Yep. Mustard. Mustard.
2: <laughs> like... It, mustard's it, actually a good one yeah mustard's not bad for you yeah it's healthy
1: that's correct yeah but we just have this problem of like um <laughs> using weight and like I, I go to cookouts all the time and i'm like just give me the burger with lettuce tomato onion a pickle and i might occasionally put a little spread of a condiment but very like i want to taste the meat the roll if the bun is good that, that's part of the battle and i look at some of my friends and family and there's just mounds of ketchup and mayonnaise just dripping off their face and i'm yeah. like you look like a seven-year-old.
0: <laughs> speaking uh, speaking of ta- uh, tasting the meat, are you going to get to that throat cancer story?
1: I am right after um uh the no, right after we botched the <laughs> we botched the morning mystery Come movie on, clip. I'm just kidding. Come on, we're going to get to that. You yeah, know, it's a good story. A lot of re- a lot of reactions to this story too. When I teased it in the tweet last night, uh, making implications towards one person at a, in a high level in the Biden administration. Oh, that's so. not. Hey, I'm just re- just relaying the message. No, yeah, don't shoot the messenger. All right, uh, 9, 18, we still have to do the big three, don't we? I got all my soapbox. Yeah, you did. You I did. did, I'm sorry. Yeah. Occasionally, I don't like to do that, folks. I don't like to be too preachy, but. <laughs>
0: been, we missed.
1: We did. Don, you want to do
0: that at the bottom? No, I, we, we, we're we really backed up. Yeah, we I are. I think we we're clogged. To, we're Dawn, down. everything you were going to put in the big three, put in your show at 10 o'clock. Okay. There you go. Okay, so so no big three? No, because we're, okay. we're, we're we're super. Maybe right
1: we just want to zip through it in ninety seconds, do the read, and then we can just get to the clip. But
0: uh, uh, the, I don't, the don't most, think there's a read right now. I
2: okay, that's, that's fine. A, yeah. yeah, the most interesting one was that the the high court in, in Pennsylvania yesterday ruled that. Remember when Governor Tom Wolf he was always overstepping his executive powers? Sure. Yeah. He uh, they ruled that that regional greenhouse gas initiative was basically a tax. Okay. That was an un, that was not constitutional in the in pennsylvania oh. so this was one of those climate change initiatives mm-hmm. and it you know it was the regional greenhouse gas initiative and it hurt companies so it was yep. a regulatory thing it's uh, just just lost so that that's a pretty big a pretty big deal for businesses okay in pennsylvania
1: all right very good there's dawn's big one at 9 <laughs> as it's nine twenty, and we now get to our morning mystery movie clip and now the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Really? Really? We were due for a giving, folks. <laughs>
3: Oh. What next? Mm-hmm. That was pretty damn good. Brilliant. I love that. Press the button, Freddy. Just, I know. Just, I uh, know where it is. I know. Knock, knock. Good. <laughs> it's good. Um, you know, play it like you wrote it. Well, I did. I wrote that part. Are you happy? I think it's beautiful. It's almost perfect. Almost. I think you know what it is. Call
0: at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you can win this great prize.
1: Uh, how about this today? A pair of tickets to see Andrea Bocelli as he returns to the Wells Fargo Center once again on December 7th, wow. 2023.
2: He was not bohemian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i
0: got to have a word with the boys in the back. It's either... I know. There's no between... hard. I know. <laughs> or like... So right. obvious. Right. I, I just, like, what do we, yep. we do? Does anybody, does anybody put any effort into no. their job? Nobody puts anybody? any effort into Does anybody put any effort into this uh, job? No,
1: No. That's what, why I'm, I'm going to start mailing it in, too. If nobody <laughs> else is going to work, why the hell should I? Uh, <laughs> God. It's coming up December 7th. Tickets on sale. Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. If you can identify the... Just easiest clip in the history of the show. <laughs>
0: just just be caller 12, honestly.
1: Right. I think they're doing this just to trigger me for another meltdown for a promo. I'm not going to take the bait. Yeah. I'm just going to uh, put my feet up and let everybody else complain.
0: Oh, there's a reason. Anthony is defending himself. There's a reason for yeah. it because it came out five years ago.
1: Five today. years ago. Yeah, that's usually the tie-in is the date. Yeah. All right. Caller 12 If You can identify that clip. And then we will get to this last story of the day. This headline is this. Oral sex is worse than smoking for throat cancer. Dr. Claims. Dr. Kale, back after this. This is
0: the Kale & Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the
3: free Odyssey app.
2: Join me next spring as we discover the wonderful sights in southern Italy together with my friends from conservative tours. I'm talking about... The Amalfi Coast, Positano, Sorrento, Capri, the Isle of Capri, the Abbey of Monte Cassino. I mean, this is someplace I've dreamed of going, even though I've been to Rome before, but I've never actually been to Pompeii or the Amalfi Coast. And yes, we'll have plenty of time to see the great ancient sites in Rome, too, all while enjoying a gastronomical event. ...for 12 awesome days of touring. Olive oil production, a mozzarella farm, wineries, tasting sessions galore. And by the way, the group dining events they're known for are legendary. 5267 That includes your nonstop airfare while supplies last, of course. Oh, I can just smell the lemon groves outside my hotel window in Sorrento. I can't wait for this. Let's do it. Just go to conservativetours.com, scroll down, you'll see my picture... Yes, my husband Larry, Menti, Michael David, my sons. This is our trip of a lifetime as a family trip. Hope I hope you join me on this. Call toll-free 888-733-9494. And by the way, we will also visit Italy's best-kept secret, Puglia, charming villages, unparalleled cuisine. And you'll see why so many Italians take their vacations in Puglia, picturesque, unspoiled, and authentically Italian conservativetours.com conservativetours.com tours.com Tell Dawn sent you.
1: Nikhil, Dawn and Greg Stocker live on a Thursday morning here on 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us on YouTube. Cut sheet part due in just about 10 minutes. Also, what's on tap for the Dawn Show? Who won Twitter today? But who won the morning mystery movie clip? Who got it correct? And who is getting the tickets for Andrea Bocelli? Coming up December 7th at the Wells Fargo Center. I believe it is Bill in Downingtown, and he has identified the clip that we just played for you. That came out five years ago today. Bill, what movie did we just play for you, sir? Hey,
3: good morning. That's going to be uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That
1: go. is correct. The easiest Bang. one. Boom! There we go. Yeah! yeah. Bill, yeah. congratulations, right. Bill, yeah! All right, Bill, you got the tickets. Congratulations, bud.
0: Thank you, appreciate
1: it. Was, you got it. He was
0: clapping along in his car. I, I love know. Bill. <laughs> Bill, is my
1: favorite,
0: free. Ba- Bill is my favorite caller this week. I bring it. Woo.
1: He brought it. He did. he did. He did. He brought the intensity, the alacrity, the pageantry, and the funk that we love on this show. All right, 855-839-1210. We'll get to this oral um, story with uh, throat cancer um, just, in just a moment. Yeah, boy. Very few shows can go from Israel Hamas to uh, throat cancer studies, or should, <laughs> or should, but then again, not everybody wants to be a record setter. So here is this story, and I mentioned this earlier this morning. We we've oh, done boy. a lot with Israel and Hamas, and this is um, this is where I think you draw the line between free speech and hate speech, or invading somebody's personal space. And you know, once again, it's stemming from. The Ivy League, whether it's Harvard or Columbia or Cornell or Yale or UPenn right here in Philadelphia. It, you know, I was told the Ivy League is where the smart kids go, except for the last three and a half, four weeks, it seems like that might not be the case. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we are going to play you the video, um, and I'm just going to give you a little backdrop to this. So a Harvard student is mobbed by a pro-Palestinian demonstrator group, and demonstrators, plural, yelling shame at this guy on campus in this troubling video. Um, and they go on to say that more than a half dozen demonstrators are seen um, holding a traditional Palestinian scarf in the student's face as they surround him and stop him from getting away, which to me... You can't intrude on somebody's right to keep walking or moving. That, that to me, is unacceptable, and this is happening with Harvard student body, uh, the Harvard Crimson, as they call themselves. Uh, So let's cue up the video. I'm not sure if we'll be able to make out what they're saying in the video from an audio standpoint, but you'll at least be able to watch if you're on YouTube. You can just go to youtube.com slash at 1210 WPHD. Hit the like and subscribe buttons. Okay. Uh
0: Look at they're they're physically they're physically surrounding yes this Jewish student right or these Jewish students I guess yes and and it's just yeah just keep it on a loop guys if
1: yeah just keep running it back. Like, so this guy's and, like... And
2: close, know. like feet, yeah. like oh, a yes. foot or two away from this Correct. person. It's very intimidating. I would
1: actually argue, actually physically bump... The guy yeah. with the black hooded sweatshirt with the uh, yeah. mask on his face oh my God. is physically bumping up to this guy. And then he puts his arm out to say, no, no, you're not going to go anywhere. And, Come back and this, here.
0: And this is Harvard, right? This is Harvard. Yeah.
1: Oh Jewish students at Harvard surrounded by anti-Israel protesters oh my God. and uh, are cornered when trying to get away. And you've got about, I don't know, three, four, five individuals that are physically preventing him from moving moving and then a button look in the background look at all the stooges with their phones out documenting and crying like it's one of thing- doing something right the only thing i would I say know. in their defense is maybe you're using that as evidence to to prove that this happened I, no, but if you're I'm, doing no. it for likes on
0: nope. social
2: media
1: you're scum
0: i'm i am if i'm there like i'm i'm throwing my phone yeah. away and trying to help this
2: right guy. and sh- they're not it's not like the people surrounding them they're a bunch of cowards they're not like Buff people. Like, I could take them. Yeah, well, they're so all from I'm, the Ivy League. Right? <laughs> they've, they never seen, wimps, they've never nerds. seen a weight room. So I'm going, yo, what happened to a safe space? Get away. Right. Just get away right now.
1: And that's what, you know, we always talk about, we hear this phrase, my um, safe space, and that that's something that the left mm-hmm. loves to use when they feel like they're intimidated. Well, I mean, this right here is the epitome of violating somebody's safe space. Yeah.
0: This is, I mean, I, if there's anybody left from the greatest generation, and I know, you know, because of you know age and stuff like that there's not that many of them left but i feel like if there are they're looking at this and being like guys we've we, been telling you for we yeah. did this already yes we did this already what what is happening what is happening we fought a war to help the, to 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 eliminate this
1: yeah what and is
0: happening and it's happening in our own on college campuses in our own country
1: and i i think most people are aware enough and willing to admit that, yes, there is anti Semitism in this country. And maybe I'm ignorant or blind or naive. I didn't think it was to this extent this frequently. I really did yeah, not. I, this I is, agree. With I, you. I did not. If you would have told me, hey, uh, on October 6th, my prediction is Hamas will attack Israel and you will see a rise in anti Semitism in the United States like you've never seen in a long time, I would say, eh, I don't know about that. And I'd be dead wrong.
0: Yeah, somebody pointed out on the YouTube chat that I don't see any Palestinians there. That's a very good point. I mean, it, it's these are a bunch of... of, of Wimpy... Yes.
2: Wimpy, uh, misled sheep.
1: Got a couple of white people with blonde bleach. With, by the way, yeah. white people are still dyeing their hair blonde. This <laughs> is it <was, it's> 2001. <laughs> What's that about? Got one guy in the corner. And then you got a female. Uh, I see... Looks like one African American. Um, I don't know if, if anybody else there is... Of Palestinian descent or of an Arabic background. This isn't...
0: And by the way, when we talk to about tell. freedom of expression and protest, this is not protest. No. They're harassing yeah. right. and they're physically uh, intimidating yes. right. that student. That is correct. Uh, this is... This is despicable where, and where like, where is harvard what is harvard's
1: Where's campus police where what is happening right well the, honestly the, the universities have pretty much
2: made their stance known yeah yeah Now a to, to to university of pennsylvania ivy league here just yesterday that was going to be in my one of my big threes but she, uh, the uh the university did release a huge plan strongly condemning and and it was it was a good start for them mm-hmm. i think and especially in light of this i
0: just i can't believe that this is happening on college campuses i can't can't,
1: i'm just and it's not just college campuses it's happening on the streets of america
0: and by the way guys this is not just this is happening yes in the united states but it's happening all around the world Mm -hmm. the uk it's happening like it's it's just this is there's something bubbling here that is really frightening really frightening
2: and remember we the adl report comes out every year and and uh, remember when was that this summer the report came out, and actually in person, uh, we had their leadership come in and did a long-form interview, and, and they talked about these disturbing trends they're seeing, and, and we had talked about that, and I and I was surprised by that, but I was glad they were revealing it and giving the backdrop to it, and it's a major study, but now it appears that whatever was going on, to Greg's point, that was this, this movement that maybe people didn't know about, now it's exposed.
1: Yeah, it is. Very sad. All right, Jeez. so there you go. That's the video uh, courtesy Horrifying. of the New York Post. All right, nine thirty-six. Let's get to a Thursday edition of What's on the Sheet Part Do? What's
3: on the Sheet I uh, do.
0: What's on the Sheet Part Do? Sponsored by Delaware Valley BMW Centers. Now through November thirtieth, during the BMW Road Home Sale event, lease an all-electric twenty twenty 2020 or twenty twenty-four BMW. X, X drive 50 for $7.99 per month for 36 months with $6,429 due at signing. Details at bmwcenters.com. Um, Daniel, did you get those two clips that I just pulled for you? Hopefully you did. Actually, at the end of the day, I guess it doesn't matter. If you did, you did. Um... We were talking a lot about uh, Trump in the first one, uh, in the first cut sheet. Ron DeSantis was on Morning Joe this morning. He spent a lot of time on Morning Joe at CNN.
1: And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that... That's, not the, sure that's the Chris Christie playbook.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure who's advising him to do this. Right.
1: Um, Those people aren't winnable anyway.
0: Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, a lot of MSNBC viewers are not, like, most MSNBC, all MSNBC right. viewers are not going to vote for him.
1: Right. But, How about, you, by the way, you mentioned that, and it just briefly in passing, the audacity of Joe Scarborough to say, we have Republicans watching this show.
2: Like, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> used to. They yeah. used to. Yeah. Back when he was, uh, you know, a rhino Republican. Okay.
1: But nowadays, but, I mean, I can't imagine more than four people in the country are. No.
0: Well, have you seen the numbers there? Nobody's watching that show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Ron DeSantis said uh, the he's really going all in. And then we have his – you sent this last night, Nick, and I didn't get to it. But we have the first Ron DeSantis uh, uh, commercial. O- official ad. Official ad. For 2024. We'll play that, too. Uh, he says the party should not nominate Trump if he is convicted. Uh, here you go.
3: And you did say, Governor, at that August debate when the question was put to the entire panel, if Donald Trump is convicted, will you still, and he is the nominee, would you still support him? And you raised your hand. You're a lawyer. You've served in the Navy. You were well-trained at the greatest schools. Do you really believe that a man who's convicted of, say, attempting to overturn the 2020 election or taking nuclear secrets back to his beach club, do you actually still, as we sit here today, believe that person should be president? So I signed a pledge uh a Willy and uh, that, that
1: pledge is what it is. Now do I think somebody under those circumstances could get elected president? The answer is no. Um, that will not happen. Uh, I think that Republican voters uh, will understand that as, as we get closer to, to, to voting uh, but it is it would be fatal uh, in a general election. and I don't think the party should should nominate um, in that situation. However, mm-hmm. uh, you know I signed the pledge I'm a Republican. I don't think it's going to come to that uh, and I think we'll be uh, we'll get the job done like we need to <laughs> uh, but the reality is is I signed it and, and that's what I did. You know, there's so much to nitpick apart there, and, I, and obviously, yeah. Oh, he, he is he's very weaselish. Uh,
0: he can't be elected. The party should nominate him, but I'll support him. Uh-huh. Like, bro, come on. You can't have everything. Either go all in or don't. And
1: he's already angered the MAGA base anyway, so you signing that in support really means nothing to anybody that loves Trump. So, uh, you know, the sad part is, though, I think he really would be a good president. I think he's great on policy, but when you're polling at 16%, you're never going to see that opportunity come to fruition anyway, Ron.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's. Okay, was that a, I don't know, if you go to school to learn how to give a political answer, (laughs) is that a really good, that's an A-plus, if you're the teacher's pet in a political school. Mustard. (laughs) But we're beyond that. We don't want that. So just, you know, go, Willie, come on. I I disagree with the premise of your question. Mm -hmm. Just stop already. Right. You know, just say, I would rather... Have him push back on on Willie.
0: You should. <laughs> you should be advising him, Don. Uh, this is his uh, first campaign, his television campaign ad for the twenty twenty four race. Uh, if you want to see this, go get on over to YouTube. If you don't, I understand.
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ron okay. DeSantis'
0: new uh, campaign ad.
1: While Biden fails, DeSantis leads.
4: The DeSantis administration has launched an evacuation.
1: Safely evacuated hundreds of stranded Americans out of Israel. After a catastrophic hurricane, they said it would take over six months. But DeSantis got people back in their homes and rebuilt bridges in just days. And DeSantis deployed troops to the southern border to stop the invasion. Ron DeSantis, he will fight for you, he will win for us, and he will lead America's
3: comeback. I'm Ron DeSantis and I approve this message.
1: Honestly, honestly, (laughs) I mean, very factual, not bad. Um, But when you say you're going to lead America's comeback, you are plagiarizing from Trump there at the end because Trump, when he officially announced last fall, said America's comeback starts right now. Um, I would have probably used a different phrase there towards the end, to be honest. I'll tell you what. I it, ran It's him that's Why does the problem. He talk like it's, that? Him. it's not the ad. The ad is actually good. I ran mustard. He, All I hear
2: is mustard.
1: Until he talks, <laughs> <laughs> maybe
2: he should a become sin. like
1: a, become like a mime and just.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I swear he did not talk like that before he was a presidential candidate. Yeah. Am I wrong? They've gotten into his head. These consult. Get rid of them. Right. Just go back to your Navy days.
1: You well, know, what's, what's, you were, what's worse, the, cha- the the changing of the pronunciation of the last name. Remember, it was DeSantis for a while, but there it was back to the original DeSantis, not DeSantis, but DeSantis.
0: I have never seen a bigger full from
3: grace than I have. And, have and think DeSantis. about how
1: how self inflicted these <laughs> these wounds are. Yep. The way you pronounce a last name, whether you're wearing heels in your boots <laughs> or not. These yeah. are petty mistakes that you make when you're going through puberty in 10th grade oh, and you're trying to set like set an impression to, like, girls as you're, like, trying to find who you are. Yeah. Like, not at 44 years old. All right. Just embrace who you are, bro. Yeah.
0: Fall from grace, right?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, all right. I want to get to this before we have to break. I've been teasing this since 6 a.m. this morning. Uh, I have the perfect uh, uh, mate for you, uh, person for you, Nick Kale. Um, and it would be Caitlin Collins and just let me explain okay uh, because I know you two probably agree on nothing politically it's not a political statement she was on uh, late night with Seth Meyers which by the way is
1: <laughs> gets less than morning Joe oh
0: man okay <laughs> um, and she was talking about uh, your favorite football team College football team. That's correct. Uh, roll Tide, baby. That's right. Alabama. Yeah. Uh, this is what she
3: said. Cut fourteen. Uh, yeah, baby. You are a fan of Alabama football.
4: <laughs> like, just like a casual fan. Like you are nothing, the biggest, nothing like serious. You
3: are the biggest Alabama football fan I know on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, how has how would you say this season has gone? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious about this.
4: I mean. You
3: seem unhappy about it. I say this with
4: the backing of 100,000 people in Brian denny Stadium that it hasn't been our best season. Okay, well, wow. that's a
3: little unfair because all you ever have are the best seasons. <laughs> Seven and one, you're ranked eighth in the nation. And you're walking around being like, <laughs> like, like Eagle fans.
4: I'll tell you, I'm going to the game this weekend. I'm going to Tuscaloosa on Saturday. It's my wow. first game that I have go to this season. Typically, I try to do two or three. Okay. And, Nick? Uh, hopefully, know. it goes well. But, I mean, it has been a brutal season. We lost to Texas. Uh-huh. We've well. nearly lost this By month. the way, uh, can I just say one
3: thing mm-hmm.
0: real fast? Where is this Caitlin Collins? I know. CNN. There's
1: none of that on her show. Yeah. She, no I mean, personality, no smiling.
0: The first thing I would say to her if I was, you know, her program director or whatever they call it over there, I'd be yeah. like,
2: this is whoever right. you were on Seth Meyers, that's who you need to be on CNN. Yeah. Correct. Well, that's who she used to be. But again, we're talking about the consultants. Who advise her? And it was mm-hmm. all like, just talk like yes. in that whispery, yes, yes, and I've told you way like Anderson Cooper.
1: Every female on CNN looks angry and miserable, <laughs>
2: yeah, like they, Anderson,
1: they, Dana Bash, uh, Aaron, They uh, all just look like they just want death yeah. to Trump. Put <laughs> her in a Jean jacket, let her drink some scotch, yes. and talk Alabama football. Yes. Roll Tide,
0: uh, Amen, uh, Caitlin. All right, a little bit more, and then you can comment next. Texas no, I, fans
3: yeah, no, you, Did you stay do that? until the end. Did you just do that? Just be a good sport and stay till the end.
4: <laughs> Raise your hands again. No, I'm just
3: kidding. Um, Are you a fun vibe during a game? Or, no. Oh, okay. my God.
4: Everyone is always like, I want to go to the game with you. Like all my friends from who have never been to the South, they're like, I'd love to come. I'm like, sure, you can come and hang out with me before the game, after, if we win, during the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not talking. I'm yeah. like sitting there. I'm watching. I'm so. Serious. What about
3: in New York City? Someone says, I want to come over to your
4: partner. Uh, no.
3: Okay, no. You this watch is alone.
4: When I moved to Washington D.C., I moved there a month after I graduated from Alabama. And on Saturdays, people in Washington would be like, "Let's go to brunch. Let's go do this." And I was like, "It's it's Saturday. Like, yeah. we're not going anywhere that's not within like thirty feet of a television. Hell yeah, it's got to be fifty inches at least." Yeah. Yes. And they have wow. to turn the sound on.
3: It's a man. It's so cool that you overcame this mental illness. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I haven't. It's cute. Right. Yeah,
1: I, I've I, I've been able to say the same thing in Philadelphia. I don't understand how a man. On a Saturday in the fall, is out doing a pumpkin patch ride, listen, raking the leaves, listen, going listen, to the mall. Listen, listen, like listen, bro, college weird. football's on today.
0: Listen, right? <laughs>
1: and I get it. This listen, is not a college
0: football game. Listen, come on, my. <laughs> sometimes you have to. Of oh, course,
1: of course. i have of course. to be a
0: doting dad on the weekend because yes. I'm not home a lot during yes. the week.
1: So. By the way, Alabama plays LSU Saturday night, and I'll uh, I'll see if Caitlin's available. <laughs> she looks pretty good there, by the way, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. See how nice you can actually be when you're a pleasant person and you smile?
0: <laughs> oh, boy, they're not they are not happy about it. Just, Uh-oh. Megal yeah. Mush says she's a puppet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shelly says she's not hot. She has a big
2: nose. She does, oh, well. my goodness. Yeah, she does
1: have a schnoz, but I do,
2: too. But so. the the question I do have about her is that, and I know she's trying to be good and listen to their little CNN consultants, but when will Caitlyn come out? Because reportedly she's not, she's not a liberal person. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, we've heard that many times. Uh, by the way, Nick, if you want to have a little friendly wager, I'll put my money on on
1: LSU. You, you want LSU with the three points? Yep. All right, I'll take Alabama minus three. Okay. Loser has to watch all of Caitlin Collins' show <laughs> on Monday night. All right, we'll come back, wrap it up, find out who won Twitter today and what's on tap for the Dawn Show, and I'm going to uh, send Caitlin a DM. Back after this.
0: It's Cale and Company on demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app.
2: You've heard me talk about our great experience uh, with Piazza Honda. We recently, you know, went, visited Ross and Tony and Kristen, Vince, uh, met with them. It was such a great experience for Michael, watching him drive away in that gorgeous new Honda Civic from my friends at Piazza Honda. They have such a knowledgeable sales team and showed all the features. And then Michael took it on the road test, you know, road a road trip for a test drive. We were so impressed every single step of the way. And when we left that dealership, of course I was taking pictures of my Michael. We were we were all for Clemt. It was it was really a sweet moment for us. But also he wanted he drove away with a specific model, the color that he loved and wanted, and the experience. It was seamless from start to finish. If you're considering a new or a pre-owned Honda, just visit Piazza Honda in Philadelphia Springfield, Springfield at Stelco, Langhorne, Pottstown, or Reading. You can always shop online. Maybe start your search at PiazzaHonda.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaHonda.com. Talk Radio
1: 1210 WPHT. Dawn Stenzelin is coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, and we find out what she has lined up just seven minutes from now.
2: Yeah, so much happening in Philadelphia and beyond. We've got a lot of breaking news and developing here in Philadelphia and also all the all the news that broke yesterday out of our Pennsylvania legislature. So we've got all that covered. Coming up at 10.05, my friend Christine Flowers, local broadcaster, uh, national columnist Christine Flowers, and we'll talk about all of these issues and, of course, the ramifications of the upcoming elections and what are some of these local elections in Philadelphia where people are really fired up, for example, over these injection sites, and why Philadelphia voters really matter in some big statewide races? So we'll go through that, among other things, with Christine Flowers. Then coming up at 11, we will get uh, the take from Cindy Ziff, the voice of the ocean, clean ocean action, of course. Yep. Right from and You mentioned Cindy yesterday. So yes, we have, first thing I thought of. I know, right? <laughs> So just to get her take, 24 hours later, we heard Van Drew. We heard all the movements. But she she is very nervous about a few things as far as these turbines and does not think this is a done deal with the big news that Orsted is backing out. And speaking of New Jersey, who else is running for um, Senator Menendez's job? A little surprise candidate in the works making some moves. So we'll look at that one as, well, a famous wife is maybe entering in the bid any minute. So a lot coming up.
1: All right. 954 as we wrap up the show on a Thursday with Who Won Twitter today. Who Won
0: Twitter? Who Won Twitter, sponsored by Delaware Valley BMW Centers. Old Man Dudley wins Twitter. He says, so you took the bait, huh? At the peak of the ha- uh, the candy holiday, you're doing an anti-sugar segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did. You took the bait.
1: I did. Guilty as charged.
0: Uh, now through November 30th, during the BMW Road Home Sales event, receive a credit of up to $3,000 on select models like the BMW X3 and X5. For details, visit your local Delaware Valley BMW Center or go to bmwcenters.com today.
1: All right. That will do it for us today. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is next, but right now, Dawn's stensland with a word for chapman
2: yeah because you've heard me talk for years about chapman windows doors and siding i think the world of the chapman family team and they've done a beautiful job in my home not just to make my home more beautiful with new windows and doors but those beautiful doors and window replacement but also energy efficiency you think about how old it was freezing overnight was it not if you need to customize if you want some of those types of options, you definitely want to turn to the Chapman Family Team. They really do it all. Windows, doors, interior doors as well, suckle remediation. Also, when you take a virtual tour at ChapmanWindowsDoors.com, look at the Nana, N-A-N-A, the Nana Wall product. This huge, gorgeous wall of glass doors and windows. It looks seamless. It could really brighten up your home, make a transformational difference. Premium architecture shutters designed to last a lifetime with a lifetime warranty. These are just some of the unique Chapman differences I'm always raving about. They do meticulous work, outstanding service, high-quality products installed by high-quality people. With a lot of years of wisdom and respect. They're going to respect your family budget, too. You can call. You can text 610-431-8898, ChapmanWindowsDoors.com. Tell them to incite you.